No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. NFL playoffs off and running. Divisionals in the books. Championship Sunday is on the way. We're going to break down all that. we got to talk about the Cowboys. I want to talk about Joe Burrow. You know, the high ankle sprain with Pat Mahomes. We're going to break all that down. That's going to probably take us at least 60 minutes. Easy. Then we're going to do a little NBA talk. Buy or sell. Some of the teams, the, the East is broken down between four or five games between like the three and the ten. We'll talk about some buy or sell teams across the league, who we like, who we don't like going into the all-star break. You know what time it is. Stay with us. No catch on Sports Talk Bay Chicago. Let's go. Big Nick the Quick. How we feeling? What's happening? Chilling, man. What's the business? Shit, man. You already know. NFL playoffs rolling. Yes, this sir. Is one of the, this is one of the best times. This is one of the best times. And it's like sweet and sour, right? Because we know now football is on the way out. Yeah. You only got, what, three games left? Yep. In the NFL season, which is crazy. And you say it every no, we got year. No, we got the Pro Bowl flag football game. Man. You can't forget about that. <laughs> There's the Pro Bowl coming. Uh, what what are the chances of you watching the Pro Bowl flag football game? Like Negative. Any, any chance, even if you're at the crib, nothing on TV, you're not even turning to it? Not Negative. a second. Zero. Not a, not a Zilch. Well, not a game. Maybe maybe I'll take a look just to like see what it's looking like. Yeah. But I'm not like planning. I, I, I would have to randomly be at it. the crib. Yeah. And I would have to remember that it was even on. Mm. Then I would have to turn it on. Yeah. And then digest it. So yeah, probably slim to none. What about All you? Right. Zero. None? Zip. Not a chance. I think we have <laughs> I think we have a volleyball tournament that weekend, anyways, but even if we didn't, not a chance. Yeah, for those who don't know, y- y'all, man, Big Nick the Quick is a volleyball dad now. He on the circuit, I'm here, bro. I'm out here on the circuit, he- man. You know what I'm <laughs> Big Nick in, the Quick on the circuit. I was in Milwaukee last weekend. I was uh, I was out in Mokina this weekend, man. I'm out here, man. I'm out on the you circuit, haven't, man. You haven't got close. You haven't have, have to yell at any linesmen or anything, have you? You know, it gets it gets it gets it gets thick over there, man. Not, <laughs> not, not, not too crazy, not too crazy yet, but like I'm telling you, man. Sometimes you got to bite your tongue. I told you, you got to come out to a game, man. Dog, I'm trying to come up. If it lines up next time I'm at the crib, I definitely definitely want to support. It's fun, though. Like, for real, shout out. Shout out volleyball. A lot of fun. I actually want to check out the beach shit when it comes to Chicago. They do the oh, I've done that before. At that right on Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, right on Oak Street Beach. Yeah, it looks dope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that a few times. It is fun. Yeah. They they flat out build the stadium up over there. So It's a party, right? They got the big speakers and shit, and it's just like a whole. Yeah, everybody's just chilling. Survive, yeah. Yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. So yeah, I can't I can't hold you on that. All right, let's jump into this, man. I want to talk about the Cowboys first, and then we'll get into the, the boys who? still playing. Them boys. The, the who? Yo, the, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Funny. I'm sorry, America. I'm sorry, everybody. I I uh I uh <laughs> I said they would they wouldn't win one playoff game. They did. They stole one. They stole one from the lifeless Bucks. They didn't steal that Tom one. Brady, come on. Come you see that on. Tom Brady audio that was circulating when he was mic'd up in the game against the Niners? Uh-uh. Oh, uh, it was on Twitter yesterday. So I guess Brady had been mic'd up for that game. They got smashed against the Niners. Yeah. And uh 
he's like trying to rally the team and everything. And like the whole squad is so dead. And you can just like hear it in Tom's voice that he's like, yeah, these guys got nothing. Like, he's like come on, guys, come on. And it's just like guys just standing around doing yeah. nothing. So look, man, they, they stole one against a dead in the water uh, Buccaneers team, but they are who we thought they were. Okay. The boys are who well, we thought they were. So well, let's hear yeah. it. Let's hear but, it. No, let's get into it. Because, okay, so – it's funny you said who talking about the Cowboys because we were talking about really quick a little quick sidebar. We were talking about the the Rui trade to the Lakers, yeah. and they were like, hey, "I don't know if how it fits." My guy Maxi was like, "I don't know how it fits with LeBron and AD," and I was like, "Who is AD? Yeah, AD? <laughs> who is that?" I think when you, I think if you're the Lakers and you make a trade, you, you got to assume AD is not going to be there. I said AD. AD. I don't even know. Is. Yeah, my man's placed for three months out the year. We're not, we're not worried about yeah, him. I don't know who that is. <laughs> so, AD. But um, no, I hope AD gets back and is healthy. But yeah, let's jump right. into this because I think the biggest question I want to ask you is what what do, what do they do? I don't know. Because, because this is the same, essentially the same squad that was around last year. Yeah. And it's the exact same situation. 0-7 in divisional round of the playoffs since 1997. Yep. They don't they just don't seem to have enough to get over the hill so i mean i think first of all right you obviously you can't really do anything about the deck situation if you watch that game it, it, it's no secret like that's on deck i don't i don't want to hear anything about anything else i understand the tony pollard injury was massive i understand the defensive holding call was massive but it was defensive holding um but when you really look at it those two turnovers the first one cannot happen Second one in the red zone cannot happen, man. And that was what we had been talking about with the Cowboys. Like the one thing that Dak started doing this year that he hadn't done before was throwing all these picks. I think they had the graphic up yesterday. Um, it was like a 4% interception rate. 4% of his passes are intercepted this year. And really late in the season, it was really a problem for them. And then you look at that game on Sunday, it's what came back and bit them. They had no answers. Um, that could not get it done for them. Once Pollard was out, they had absolutely zero answers in the running game. And that's where they are. So as far as what they can do, I mean, I think they need to rebuild. Zeke's going to be gone, right? There's no way Zeke Elliott's on this roster next year. You can't really do anything with the Prescott situation. Your defense played great. You have a championship defense. Like, the defense played great. Um, but as far as offensively, man, you got to find some balance. You got to find a way to not put it on Dak like that. Um, whether it's bringing in different running backs, whether it's firing Kellen Moore and bringing in somebody who's going to have some more balance. But at certain points in that game on Sunday, man, they were just throwing prayers up in the air and hoping somebody was going to catch it. Like, it, it just got ugly. And for me, that's 100% on Dak, man. As much as – I like Dak. I like Dak as a guy. I think he's a great guy. I think he's awesome. Um, but as a quarterback, look, man, we can't give praise to these guys like Burrow who deliver in these moments and not – you know, give the criticism to guys like Dak, who it seems like fall short, and that's exactly what happened in this game. So I don't, I don't really know where they go because if you look on paper, their roster's nice. You got pieces you like, you like guys you like. So it's like I, I don't really know where you go. I don't know how you change your identity right now. You have to get a new coach. He has to go. He needs to be fired. I don't want to hear about twelve and five, back to back years, a playoff win. Twenty four. I understand that, but I've seen especially here in New York on the day-to-day, -day, what a coach could do for you with a lot less talent than what they got over there. Now, the Giants and Dayball, he might be one of the best coaches in the, in the NFL. He probably is a top three coach in the NFL right now already. But they have enough 
to make a lot more noise than they do. And that's why they need to go get a new coach. Does coaching fix, coaching fixes that game yesterday, though? Let me ask you that. I mean, does coaching uh, – or Sunday? Does yeah. Because if you look at that, if you look at that, over the last two years under McCarthy, Dak has thrown, what, 60 touchdown passes. He's thrown for 7,000 yards. Like, so if you look at it from the regular season, you know, weeks one through 18, as far as what McCarthy's responsible for and how they play, like, they, they've done well. They've won back 12 games back-to-back. Like, that's not McCarthy's fault that Dak is laying balls up there on Sunday. Like, he can't go out there and play for them. Sean Payton can't go out there and play for them. I don't think it was – as much as I like to kill McCarthy, and there was absolutely things in that game that you can kill him for, whether it's not calling the timeout and waiting, letting 30 seconds burn off before you punt, whether it's, again, the uh, penalties coming back and biting the Cowboys in the ass, it's whether it's them not having any real situational awareness in the fourth quarter once again. Those are Mike McCarthy problems. But the fact of the matter is – you're not in that position if Dak plays better. And no coach is going to make him play better. He's been, he played great under McCarthy. What is the other coach going to do? What next level is that coach going to take Dak to? I guess my question for you is, is there another level for Dak Prescott? What is Sean Payton going to come in and do for him in that game? Oh, wonders. What, Sean Payton would do wonders for Dak because Dak would know where to go with the ball all the time. The, the, the talent is not the issue with Dak. It's like the mental side of the game and decision-making. Sean Payton could clean all that shit up, I believe. I don't think so, man. Yeah, I think, like I, I, think, I, I, think Kellen, I think Kellen Moore is completely overrated. Well, let's go back to the first year in the NFC East. That's why I even question the Sean Payton. Let's talk about Sean Payton real quick. That's why I even question the Sean Payton to Denver thing. Like, I don't, Some of these issues are with the quarterbacks. Like, I don't think Payton's going to come in there and, and – change everything and again if you're the cowboys what are you trying to change you went 12 and 5 back-to-back years your quarterback is putting up numbers back-to-back seasons if he hadn't gotten hurt this year he would have had another 30 touchdown season and over and over, over, and over Dak's career he's crushed bad teams and been bad against really good teams if you go okay. look at the splits against teams over 500 versus teams under 500 it's drastically different. And that's been across two different coaches. I, I don't know oh, what it, it is. Nick. is it maybe, maybe, hold on. Maybe I'll be <laughs> maybe I'll be completely honest because I don't think Mike Mike McCarthy's the answer. You actually just said it. I don't well, well no. Let, 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 let me finish. I don't think Mike McCarthy's the answer. I don't think Kellen Moore is that good because he made no adjustments in a lot of big spots over this entire year. Yeah. The the Buccaneers were dead in the water. I was on the Cowboys. I said the Cowboys. I was telling you the Cowboys are gonna roll those boys. I already told you that. I knew what was going to happen in that spot. Now, he goes on the road to play probably the best defense in the NFL in San Francisco. And no adjustments are made. Kellen Moore is putting him in tough spots. The The Pollard injury w- was tough. Now, I am going to say this. I don't know what about it. It, it like I don't, The entire situation is. I am a little bit of a Dak Prescott apologist. You are. I, I am. I, I have to. I, I don't know why I can't quit Dak Prescott or what it is, but I've seen guys in good situations and bad, and I really believe that he could get it done if he's in the right situation. Now, Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore running the show for him offensively, I think they can do better than that, and there's a lot better options. Just like I think Russell Wilson is going to come back next year and have a lot better season than he did under Nathaniel Hackett in year one in Denver. Like He's not as bad as he looked, and Dak is not as bad as he looked against San Francisco. Now, Hasn't this been the number one offense in the NFL two out of the last three seasons? 
Like ha- the, have, ca- the Cowboys, is, I mean, their offense has absolutely been top five over the last two years. So that's what I'm asking. It's like, what, 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 what is another coach going to come? And, and again, I am not, if you're a Dak Prescott apologist, I'm the absolute opposite from Mike McCarthy. I think Mike McCarthy is a doofus and he shouldn't be sure. an NFL head coach. And he's proven over and over why he shouldn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth right now, but to me, as much as I want to come in here and say this was Mike McCarthy and had the game gone differently, right? Let's say Dak hadn't thrown those picks and we find ourselves in that late game situation and McCarthy does that shit with the punt, right? Then it's easy for me to come in here and say, did you see Mike McCarthy burn 30 seconds in a situation where you absolutely cannot burn 30 seconds? And that's still true. Again, the end of that game looks a lot different if you have those 30 seconds back, right? Uh, maybe you don't have to put Zeke in at center and and move your lineman out wide and do whatever the hell that I I, I don't I know. don't know what that was. I don't yet. understand. Yeah. I don't get it. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I understand what you're trying to do, but in 36 years of watching football, I've never seen it done. Ultimately, <laughs> I think he wanted him to lateral it back to the receiver that was on the outside and have the two guards block for him in front while he ran downfield. But it doesn't make any sense. That's neither here nor there. But again, I can't. All that would be ignoring the fact that Dak played terribly on Sunday. It is not just playing terribly. And again, when you look at it against Brock Purdy, right? And I don't think Purdy played lights out, right? I think he made some big throws. Kittle made an absolute dynamite catch for him. That's a a once in a million type catch. But you know what Purdy didn't do? Did not turn the ball over. Did not turn the ball over. He has not turned it over. And that's what the game called for. That was and he has not to turn it over. He doesn't turn the ball (laughs) over. He's eight and oh with 16 touchdowns against four picks in those starts. It's about time people give Brock Purdy that respect. He's not out here managing the game. He's winning ball games for him. But he didn't turn it over. The one thing you couldn't do in that game and those low scoring games like that. Everything is a premium. Yeah. You can't turn the ball over and you turn it over early and then you turn over again. And you probably should have had two more picks. You should have had a pick six in the fourth quarter if my man's didn't drop that. If he holds on to that pick, uh, what's I forget his name. If he oh, holds 50. on. You're talking about 57? Uh, 57 Green, Green? Greenlaw, is it? Greenlaw, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Greenlaw. Yeah, so if, if he, that's to Greenlaw. the house. That's to the crib that's every single six. day and twice on Sunday. Yeah, every he dropped day. it. He dropped it, right? So Dak just didn't play well. He didn't take care of the football. And again, those picks that he threw, these weren't tip balls, right? These weren't coverage picks. These were egregious forced interceptions. That you cannot throw. The first one, I don't know where he was going with the ball. The receiver wasn't even there. Okay, so what do you do then? Okay, so like we know what happened, right? We know he had a terrible game. We know that he's shown that he could play sometimes. My 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 question to you you is: What what do you you do with the cap? Well, if you have a let me ask you, let me ask you an honest question. Okay, what is a quarterback that beats up on bad teams but struggles against good teams? Who is a quarterback that beats up? And this is this is gonna kill me to say this. You know what you have on your hands in Dallas? Do you know what you have? You have the same thing they have in Minneapolis. Wow. Let's just call it like it wow. is. If, and if he wasn't a brother, I'm going to keep it real. If he, you and I both know. <laughs> wow. I am, I am sick. <laughs> oh, listen, man. What's the difference, though? I, I am sick right Crazy now. numbers, but when it matters, shrinks. That's what that was. That was shrinkage on Sunday. And I get the 49ers defense was great, but look, your offensive line kept them those boys at bay for a little bit. You had the opportunity to do some things. 
can't turn the ball Damn. over. Just cannot do it, man. But that's what you got. You have to say, tell me the difference, man. Tell me the difference. Pull up the numbers. Pull up the playoff numbers. Pull up the clutch numbers. Pull up the – I don't know about Dak on primetime. He might not be as awful as Kirk Cousins. But the fact of the matter is when it matters, games like Sunday comes up short, man. That loss is on Dak. I don't want to hear it from anything else. And, again, I'm, I'm never shy to criticize Mike McCarthy. I've been criticizing Mike McCarthy since before it was cool. Yeah, I mean, let's move on, man. I, I, I'm sick. I can't. I I can't go that low. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Prescott. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this because you refuse to answer the question on what they should do because you don't know what you don't know what oh. they should do. But I'm gonna tell you, they need to what, go. What, what, the, tell me. The, the, what I think they should do is they should go get another coach. Keep Dan Quinn running the D. Give him some money so he's happy. Go figure out a head coach and a new offensive system that's not going to turn the ball over because I've seen it done with Dayball. We've seen it done on multiple different occasions. Sirianni comes in. That offense is sensational all of a sudden. They're not turning the ball. Like, look at the teams that aren't turning the ball over that previously turned it over. The Giants, Daniel Jones was a turnover machine. Like, we're starting to call Dak Prescott a turnover machine. If you get him with a different coach and a different offense – I believe Dak could turn it around and be very, very good. That's the that's the option you have. Fire McCarthy, get Kellen Moore out of there, figure out a way to keep Dan Quinn running defense, and then go from there. Because you signed Dak to the deal, he's around, go retool a little bit, but you need a new head coach and offense because I, how can you show up to next season with the exact same motherfuckers running around? I don't get how you could do that. How do you do that if you're Jerry Jones? Like, like that that's where you you start to lose me I, I don't know how you could you could show up on day one with up oh, here are the Dallas Cowboys and it's Kellen Moore Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott the, the those three on game one I, you just can't do it I don't see how you could do it so the, the coach has to go okay so but okay on the field though so do you do this let me ask you this do you go after Aaron Rodgers if you're the Dallas Cowboys Forget whether or not they'd move him to the to the Cowboys. Forget any of that. If you're Jerry Jones, right, knowing that Rodgers is most likely Rodgers is available, right? Let's the coach has to go. Is. I'm asking you, do you go after a different quarterback? Not that Aaron Rodgers is Mr. Clutch. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. He's okay. Not, how about but, let me make it let me make it extremely clear. I think more of the problem is McCarthy and more than it is Dak. So Dante Dante hit it right on the head. Shout out Dante in the chats. Dak, Dak was the problem. It's not the coaching. You're acting as if coaching was the problem on Sunday. I have no problem with this conversation. Yeah, it's no, a conversation that we've had about the Cowboys the past couple of years, but it's not. I the think conversation oh, we're having about the Cowboys right now. That was on Dak. You are I, you are a Dak apologist. I am a Dak apologist. Big time, man. Big time, bro. I like Dak, man. I'm rooting for Dak. The light skin with the beard thing, yeah. man. That's your brother out here, bro. You got to you gotta put on for him, man. man. I like that, man. <laughs> I like that, man. I like so that. Listen, man. As a dude, no, 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 no. I love Dak. Great because awesome, but come on, man. How about this? I I I think Dak has talent. I think he could play. I think he would really do thrive under some different coaching. That's, That's what I'm going to say. And the only option for for Dak. No, he doesn't. Not like Dak. No, he doesn't. Not like Dak. He does. No, no. Stop the cap. So, I think Dak, they can't get rid of Dak, so the coach has got to go. you got to make a move somewhere, and th th those are your two options. I'm taking Dak before Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy every single day. That's it. If Dak plays better in that game, 
Do they win? Yes. Okay. And who's that on? Also, (laughs) this is such a (laughs) – everything I'm saying sounds so apologetic to Dak. It's really crazy. It's it's like – it's actually kind of gross. And I meant to call you out. I've I've been meaning to call you out on this because I've started to notice this trend with you. And this is is new with you. You are an apologist for your people. Like Aaron Rodgers, big-time Aaron Rodgers apologist. If Aaron Rodgers was Aaron fucking Jackson – who hasn't won a fucking? Who hasn't won anything in twenty five years? You, saw, you saying and, I'm loyal? And in moments, you'd be killing him. You say I'm loyal? That's yeah, because as hard as you go on the people you hate, your Matt Ryan's and all those type people, is as much as you love the people that you will not criticize. Dak was fucking terrible. No, Dak was bad. Aaron Rodgers was terrible two weeks ago. Just call it like it is. These guys had chances to win games. Again, we look at Joe Burrow going to Buffalo in a snowstorm and get it done. Well, and boy, get we'll get to him. And we'll, get it done. We'll get so, to him. Hey, Granger, for the ones that get it done. You understand what I'm trying to tell you right now? <laughs> and Prescott ain't Granger, baby. That's not him. He ain't for the ones that get yeah, it done. Joey Granger. Joey Granger. Oh, the ones man. that get it done. You know what I'm That's saying? Funny. That's what I'm talking about now. So let's call it like it is. Man shrunk when it mattered. Period. End of discussion. I love him, too. He's a great guy. I feel uh, for him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, play was, better quarterback. Yeah, play better qu- quarterback. Better quarterback. Better than Brock Purdy. That's it. Big hey, spot. Quarterback better than Brock Purdy. Aaron Rodgers. Quarterback better than Jared Goff. I'm not asking you to move mountains. I'm not asking you to be better than Mahomes. I'm not asking you to be better than Josh Allen. I'm not asking you to be better than Jalen Hurts. I'm asking you to be better than Brock Purdy on Sunday, when he can only put up 19. That's all, right. all I'm asking. I'm gonna show. And don't, and don't blame it on your kicker. That boy trash too, though. Trash. That's, that's a whole, whole organization. Whole organization is dust. Speaking of organization, let's talk about this tweet because Nick got a uh, got a kick out of this, and then we'll move on to the to championship Sunday. Talk Mahomes, Burrow, the Eagles, and then the Niners, of course. But the team Twitter for the Dallas Cowboys came out said that Prescott gave the ball away twice in a narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win. If they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. <laughs> so I ask you this, Big Nick the Quick. This is beyond petty. I think so. Just, just so we're clear, there's an article attached to like the tweet. So I think they were trying to like quote the article. Also like a picture attached to the tweet of Dak hanging his head down. But yeah. Yeah, like they were trying to <laughs> they were trying to paraphrase the article and then put it out in the tweet, but it looks like you know, the organization is throwing him under the bus. It looks now, like something like the newspaper would write and then put that headline above the tweet, but not, 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 the team not account. The, yeah, it just doesn't No. Yes. It's, it's a, it's a bad look. And I said this early in the year that Dak is the perfect quarterback for all the other noise that comes with being the quarterback. Cause he never sure. responds. He just kind of hangs in there and tries to deal with it. But that shit's got to be difficult dealing with Jerry Jones and just that whole that whole vibe around that squad. Listen, man, and that's why it, it, it pains me to go through the last 20 minutes that we just went through killing Dak because I do think as, as a man, as a quarterback, and again, like you said, the stuff he's had to deal with, go back to the very beginning. His fourth-round pick came in, you know, took over for Romo, had to go back and forth with his contract, had to fuck up his knee before he got paid, finally gets paid. Had to deal with the who's who's the dude that was Cooper Rush situation this year. Has to deal with Jerry show, throwing shade every opportunity he can. 
has to deal with a lot and just the day to day of being the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Right. It's a high profile job and he's handled it well. He's, he's gracious. He's humble. He's a role model. That Dak is the type of person you would want to marry your daughter. Right. That's the type of person you want running your organization. That's the type of guy you want up at the podium after a tough loss or a big win. Um, so, yeah, all that is true. That tweet is absolutely unacceptable. You cannot have that happen. That is crazy to me that that even got through. And sometimes with these social media accounts, like, yo, are there not layers of, like, approval? Like, does someone else not have the opportunity to see that? It's not as and many, say, as, hey, you, not as, yeah, many as you would not. think. I don't, I don't think so. And yeah. the fact that it's still up, right? Like, that to me is just crazy. And you're saying, again, like, this guy did it again. Like, it's his fault. He threw the two turnovers. You could you could write that headline a thousand different ways to link to that story without putting it on Dak Prescott. So, like, whoever wrote that, they need to go. Like, that's not one of those, like, snap <laughs> on the wrist type mistakes. If I'm Dak, I'm like, yo, that person needs to go. And whoever approved it needs to go. Because that's an awful look. And it doesn't no, help because, the narrative. No, that, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Because if you're back, you can't do that. It. Because it then, because it might, it might have been Jerry. Jerry might have wrote Jerry. that. It sounds like a Jerry tweet, right? Again. <laughs> that threw two turnovers again. Yeah. I'm sick about it. Hey, it sounds Jerry like Jerry had a pressure ready three and a half minutes after the game was the best thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Great. But he, um, <laughs> I was going to say, he can't bring that. I mean, that obviously can't come public because then that sounds like, Trubisky saying to turn the TVs off in the facility oh type of thing. It's the same yeah. same type of vibe. All right, let's move off of the Cowboys. Man, I hope my guy Dak hang, hang tough, D. D. Prescott, hang yeah, tough, my hey, boy. Hey, <laughs> we'll this conversation again next year. Don't worry. Hang, hang tough, D.P., right? Yep. All right, let's move but on hey, to the championship hey, Sunday. at least he got his money, though. Yeah, he got paid, man. Shout out DP, got his bread. So that's uh, that's, unlike, that's always the silver lining. Unlike Lamar, who is uh, like subtweeting the fucking Ravens and putting out his Instagram story a couple weeks ago. Oh, you want to talk about when you, people not? You want to talk about people not writing tweets? When you love something, you cherish it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about guys yeah, not writing yeah, tweets? Yeah, yeah, right there. That dude did not write that, that long ass on the long ass medical opinion. Oh my god, that was so funny to me, bro. I laughed at that for like ten or fifteen. Social like, media manager. Who wrote it. this? This Who wrote this? Is, Lamar, Lamar Jackson didn't write this. That's wow. for sure. Folks is eating Popeyes, drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over to Championship Sunday. Talk to me about uh, well, you, you want to talk NFC or AFC first? Uh, let's go AFC. I mean, let's go AFC, but real quick, I do want to say this yeah. a lot of talk last week. Um, oh, divisional weekend. This is my favorite weekend of the year, the best weekend of the year. Fuck this that. I think the, we've talked about this before. The best weekend of the year is championship yes. championship weekend. This is yeah. when it matters, right? Like, obviously, the Super Bowl is great, but it's so much hype, and half the time the game isn't that great. Um, this is different, man. Championship. The divisional, the only reason about. people say that, I think, is because you get you get two days in a row of two games. Sure. So you get Saturday, two games, and you get Sunday, you get two. That's yeah. why people like the divisional. I don't necessarily – I'll go ahead and say it. I don't love Saturday games, man. Saturday, you always got some shit going on, and it's always a chore to fucking catch that first game. I, I, I agree. I like – well, I, I like sure the I Monday shit last week. I thought that was dope, moving a game to Monday. Having a playoff game on Monday night was awesome. Are you talking about when they gave uh, Dak short rest? Yeah. Come on, man. Less, yeah. less day to prepare. That's what uh, he, get, and he gave them short arm. <laughs> they gave my man Dak a little less less day to prepare against the best D in the in the world, but that's yeah. all right. Anyway, 
Man, I'm such an apologist for that. I gotta, I gotta clean you it gotta up, stop, man. bro. That's I gotta, a mess. I gotta go get. I hope, some I hope you go this hard for Jay Fields. <laughs> I hope you go this hard for Jay Fields when they come at him. <laughs> hey, remember I gotta, that. If, I gotta, I gotta go get some. If Sean is dog. killing Fields next year, remember how he treated Dak Prescott uh, at this Dak, moment. Dak, Dak, my, I'm pulling for Dak. I'm pull, Jay Fields, my dog. I'm ready to. I, I'm, I'm. We'll, we'll talk about the Bears another time. But let's talk about the AFC. All right. We saw what we saw. Mahomes got it done on one leg versus Jacksonville. Burrow went into Buffalo and absolutely smoked out the Bills in Orchard Park, which I thought was beyond impressive. Every single week, we show up and give this dude Jerk Burrow points on the spread, and he's beating people outright on a money line. He is, yeah, he is. So, go ahead, real quick. And I know, I know. We're up against time, but just real quick, as much as we want to, we're about to give the praise to Joe Burrow. I put this out in a tweet the other day. Um, the honeymoon phase is over for Josh Allen, right? Once the once the Cowboys dust settles a little bit, the Joe Burrow dust settles a little bit, we do need to look into the fact that, hey, we've been hyping up Allen and, and this Buffalo Bills train for a couple of years now. And once again, they fall short and they fell short at home against the Bengals um, and they looked befuddled against that Bengals defense absolutely befuddled and against Joe Burrow they had absolutely no answer so let's give it to the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen because again I'm big on credit where credits due. give Josh Allen his, his credit give him his dead flowers right now has, uh, but that but that to me is a game plan issue as well too because at some point or in, at some point they you, ball, you've been the biggest on this at some point you have to run the football you got you to, have bro. to run the football you cannot Josh Allen can't be your leading rusher with eight attempts in a playoff game when it's snowing it just cannot happen so I will say that you want to talk about coaching issues let's talk about that let's talk about Dorsey <coughs> and yeah I mean, Josh on, Allen yeah. has been to an AFC championship game that's one thing that he could he could hang over Dak Prescott's head but I mean, he turned. He's been turning the ball over at a crazy rate as well. Crazy. So, pick Sunday came late, but it's not super, like he yeah, was that shit didn't. It. Yeah, it's he super, not, super. He was late. not Mister Accuracy yeah. in that game, though. I mean, he he missed some throws, and then again, I just they're so one dimensional. Like you just know you know what's coming with them at all times. I I just I thought that was that was a terrible performance as well as Joe it was Burrow a terrible played performance. as well as Burrow played. Like I don't I didn't I haven't heard enough the last two mornings on all the shows given. The Bills and Josh Allen, um, the criticism that they deserve because I thought they just didn't show up at all. Like, didn't show up from the from the jump. Yeah, I had a guy that I work with. Shout out my guy Tim. He does audio for my show at MSG, and he was working the game. And take this with a grain of salt. I, I believe what he's saying, but it's easy to say it after the game is over. He said that they looked flat in the tunnel, Buffalo. Wow. They played like, like it because he was in the tunnel. He's working the game like on some like audio camera type stuff, and he's like, "I saw both teams pregame. Cincinnati looked very confident and poised and ready to go doing the turnaround, and Buffalo <laughs> looked sick. flat before they, they came out. So I, I thought that I was interesting. I don't so doubt I, it. They look like it, man. They did not show up at all. Yeah, they looked. They looked like they were flat <laughs> at like, home. They want to do with that game for whatever reason let's 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 get to the let's let's get to the the meat of the conversation let's talk about joe burrow yeah this guy's different man i don't know how else to i don't know how else to say it the way he moves the way he talks 
where he puts the ball, where he puts the ball on big, big time spots, placement, the decision making. He doesn't make any mistakes in the snow on the road. Doesn't matter. This guy is different. We talk about the accuracy, the ball placement. There's ac- I've been saying this now for weeks. We've both been talking about it. There's accuracy, and then there's Joe Burrow. He puts the ball where people I haven't seen do too often. Herbert can put the ball in places from different arm slots. But from a touch standpoint, from a catchability standpoint, it's not even close. Joe Burrow's the best in the, in the, the, best in the world. Yeah, you, you hit it right on the head. You look at guys like Herbert, guys like Mahomes, Rod, even younger Rodgers especially. Like These guys can make throws that only a handful of people have ever been able to make. Joe Burrow consistently puts the ball in the best spots of any quarterback I have ever seen. It's not just accuracy, right? Accuracy, to me, is getting the ball to the place where it needs to be so that your receiver can make a play, right? Fitting it into tight windows, things like that. Joe Burrow's not just fitting it into tight windows. He, His receivers, I, I, I've said this multiple times, they don't make adjustments. They do not have to make adjustments. Jamar Chase is able to catch and run because he's wasting no time making adjustment. He is catching the ball in stride. The ball lands exactly where it's supposed to go. Every single time. Hands out, the ball is right there. So again, like, yeah, you can look at other guys and say, hey, like they're from a talent perspective, certain guys can do things that he can't do, that he might not be able to do, but they can't do what he can do. I've never seen anything like it. And you go back to college, it was like that, right? Remember we watched the, uh, the was it the Clemson, uh, the six touchdowns? We pulled the highlights in that. Is that Clemson? Oh, was it Clemson LSU. or Ohio, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson? I think it was Clemson. It was because it, was it wasn't Ohio State. Yeah, um, it was Clemson. He threw the six touchdowns again. Some of those balls, like the balls are constantly landing. And imagine a basket, right? The receiver's hands are a basket. No, he's I mean, putting it, he's putting not, not even a basket, the little fucking hole in the net that you're trying to throw <laughs> through because mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. Remember the, the NFL QB skills competitions they used to have? Yeah. Like, bro, yeah. would be elite at those. So, yeah, like 100%. You add that to the, to the confidence, you add that to the way he carries himself. You want to talk about. What they saw in Buffalo's tunnel as far as people not being ready and not being fired up. I guarantee you it's the exact opposite in Cincinnati's tunnel. They are 100% ready to go. He carries himself in a way that he's ready to go. He didn't care about the snow. He didn't care about being in Buffalo. He didn't care about none of that. Did not matter. You can go back to last year. My man was playing behind a battered offensive line. Offensive line was terrible. And, And this year, too, it's not much better. Offensive line is trash. No excuses. It doesn't matter. You know how hard it is to play under pressure like that all the time? You could some of these – we talk about Brady all the time. I love him. But Brady had a clean pocket for 15 years in uh, in New England. That's the only thing they paid was linemen, right? You look at Burrow, that pocket collapses quick. And he has to stand in there. He has to take it. It's already cost him a knee injury. And he's not, he's not scared of that. That's another thing. This guy's been hurt before. Right, that's he's not scared. People he's almost scared. For, people almost forget about that. His lead yeah. front leg was literally destroyed. destroyed, destroyed. Like this, I actually was on his Instagram the other day and saw a picture. He's standing there with shorts on. There's scars all through his leg. 
His knee got blown up. ACL, I, I believe it was multiple ligaments. It, it, he, he's unflappable. And, and came into this year hurt. He got hurt in the Super Bowl. He was hurt in the Super Bowl. We were worried coming out of that Super Bowl that, like, oh, is, is this going to be another injury for Burrow? Like, is this going to linger into next year? That guy is unfazed by anything. So, like, again, talent is one thing, man, but that mentality – it's different. That mentality is different, and that shit is it's contagious. It's contagious. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. It's like, super contagious. Me? This shit is contagious. So like, Absolutely. That shit matters. That shit resonates throughout the entire organization, throughout the entire building, and the man delivers. So he can carry himself that way. When he throws the pass pregame and turns around and the camera just happens to be there, that's just not an accident, bro. Like, this guy, he moves 100% different, but it's not just the confidence, the swag, or the moxie. It's how he plays. No doubt. No Locked doubt. I, I, I don't. I, nobody it, wants to see them. And you want to talk about the one team that's not scared to go to Arrowhead. The one team that's not scared to go to Arrowhead. Because Josh boys. Allen ain't want to go. He's lucky that that shit would have been played on neutral slate because he don't want to go over there. But you know who's not scared to go over there? Joseph R. Burrow. I don't even know his middle name. <laughs> you understand it's, what I'm saying? Burrow. It's true. It's true. The The mentality is different. How he goes about his business is completely different. I think that's the biggest thing. I've told this story before. I knew this dude. This is when I knew this dude was really different. Like, we had seen the six touchdowns in college. We had seen it all. He played the Bears – and he threw three interceptions on three straight throws. And we were on his ass. And they shot, they they panned to him on the sideline after the third one. <laughs> he was standing there like they had just scored a touchdown. <laughs> Unfazed, didn't care, came out and almost brought them back to win the game. They ended up, the Bears ended up getting the W. But Burrow almost brought them back. Like, it's just like it never happened. Yeah. The kid is unflappable, super locked in. This is this one of my favorite guys in sports, period. No question. Sure. Probably sure. my favorite quarterback in the NFL. And you know what he does? And, like, he, the arrogance and all that's in a very likable way. Like, there's unlikable arrogance, like your boy Rodgers. Like, he's just not a likable human being. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can sure. love him as a quarterback, but, like, you wouldn't want to spend any time with Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Burroughs is different, right? It's like, yo, this is the guy. Like, yeah, he's the guy you want to be around. Like, he's cool. It's like a down-to-earth, but, like, I'm the shit. I'm that dude. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't test me, but whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't need to tell you how great I am. It's just how I move. Right. I move different. I got the cigar. I got the shades. I got the chain. It's real. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just how. Yeah, it's. So we'll yeah, see, man. I'm ex I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, man. Like I, I, uh, I was, and I was low on the Bengals coming in. The Bengals, I, I, I want to treat them like the Suns. I was like, hey, fucking, the Bengals are going to be a team that's going to disappoint because I felt that those offensive line issues would come back to bite them in the ass, but so far they haven't. So I mean, yeah, shout out to him, man. And it seems that. When it matters, what about most, the what about the question on the on the Super Bowl window? And he instantly says, my, "The window is the window is open as long as I'm playing." Court. I am I the like, window. I am the window, <laughs> bro. I am the window. What? I was yeah. like, man, Listen, man, this dude is different. And you want to be playing your best football right now? And for the second straight year, in the second half of the year, this team has gotten it going. Yeah. And momentum's a motherfucker, man. That's that that was Buffalo's problem. Even though their Buffalo was winning games, they did yeah. not have momentum going to the Coming playoffs. In, they were, no one they felt were comfortable about that team. Yeah. They were very, very slow. 
Allen had a lot of mistakes. Like his shit kind of went off the rails in the second half of the season, right? Whereas the Bengals were going the opposite direction. It's like, oh shit, these boys are taking off. Burrow's playing his best ball, and he's got the team on his back. So let's talk right. about um Kansas City. Where are you at with this injury? This That's is the amazing. this is one of the highest variance spots I've seen in quite a long time, right? We Coming into the game, the, the number opens. Chiefs are a small favorite, minus one and a half, minus one. It's now flipped to Bengals, plus one, plus one and a half, depending on where you're looking at it. That the, All that says to me is that people are starting to get information that this dude is going to be in bad shape, which we, we kind of think he is. And I was talking to our guy, Eli, about, like, how do we see this playing out? And e- Eli said right away, he goes, Oh, I've seen this movie before. He's going to come out super taped up, super drugged up, and he'll look okay in the first quarter. And then the second quarter, come late second quarter, it'll start to look a lot worse. Yeah. And then third, second half, he's really in trouble and he's and he's and he's and he's limping around all over the field. Now, we need to confirm this cuz me and Eli were talking about just like different plays and how we should go about it. But Eli said he's 99% sure that you can only get one shot like on for the day. You can't go back to halftime and re-up. Now, there has to be some other type not of like thing. Not like any given Sunday? There's no, uh, <laughs> there's no it's not, it's not, uh It's not varsity blues where you can just <laughs> yeah. go full, fill it up all day long, right? But there has to be some type of other pain reducer or killer that they're going to give him at the half. But I thought that was interesting. And I, I tend to agree with him. This is a four to five week injury. This is the regular season. Now you're telling me he's going to turn around in a week. Now keep your eyes open on the information that comes out. When we know who'll be in a walking boot, we know all of that. Let's see what 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 they're saying come midweek. But I, I just can't see him being a hundred percent. And I. He can't. He hasn't been able to beat this dude when he's 100%. So now you're telling me that he's going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow on one leg? Where are you at with it? Yeah, the thing that concerns me the most about that is when he came back into that game last week, he looked bad. Like, he, he couldn't move. He couldn't throw off his foot. It yeah, he had looked, a couple. He, he did have a drive, though. He went down and scored a, for sure, and got six. And, like, the sure. numbers were overall okay, but yeah. No, but the eye test. The eye test to me, like, the, the way that he was moving on that leg and also the way that Mahomes needs to move to be effective, right? Yeah. Mahomes needs to have his legs to be effective because that is how he does Mahomes' things, right? Mahomes and Burrow are two completely different quarterbacks in that yeah. sense. Yeah, with limited mobility, right? And it's not because Mahomes is trying to get 30 or 40-yard scrambles. It's because that ability with his legs and to almost do that awkward, unthinkable shit that he's able to do, so much of it is his legs. Obviously, the arm strength is the leap, but the legs are the base of everything that he does, right? So when I watched him in that game, and on certain plays, I'm watching how he's moving on that foot, how he's trying to compensate, right? And it just doesn't look right. He is clearly in pain. So I think Eli hit it right on the head. He's going to get the shot in the beginning. It's going to feel good for a while. But once that pain comes up, depending on what level he's at on Sunday, we really won't know until right before the game. And you're not going to know until you watch him play. We'll put it that way, right? Um, they're not. They're, they're going to try everything they can to make not any information leak. But like you said, the line's already moving to the point where it is. Um, 
I'm very, 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 very concerned. Because like you said, they have enough trouble beating them. They cannot beat them. Lost three straight times with Mahomes at 100%, right? With Burrow coming in this confident, you need Mahomes firing all, all cylinders. So I'm very, very, very concerned. I would lean heavily actually towards Cincinnati on this game. And I, as much as it hates me, it pains me to say that. That shit didn't look good, man. It really didn't look good. Yeah. Nah, if they man. weren't playing against Jacksonville, um, I think they would have had some major problems. Yeah, I think it was it was very close to being the Pollard piece. He got yeah. lucky it didn't he didn't get it wasn't a little bit more under my man's body weight. Carell's is, is is snapping and he's done. For sure. So, and, and you know why else they're really lucky too is that Henny led them on that touchdown drive before the half. That 90, was massive. 90, 98 yards. At, shout out Chad Henney. Been in the league like 12 years. Made a whole bunch of money. 14 years. Shout yeah. out Chad Henney, man. Henney family's doing great. Um, yeah, like that to me. Henney leading them on that touchdown drive going into the half was absolutely massive. You had to score right there. You did not want to go into that game. Um, what, it would have been 10-10, right? Um, I believe, yeah. It was, yeah, it would have yeah. been, been tied up at half, and you're, you're bringing out a, a hobbled Patrick Mahomes. No, you need to go up into the half, up a touchdown. and get 98 yards. Yeah, 98-yard drive. Excellent drive by Chad Henney. Yeah, um, no doubt. But he's but, not going to be able to do that over four quarters against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll tell you that right now. There's not, there's not a chance that Pat doesn't play. No, there's zero. No, he's playing. He's going out there. Oh, he's going out there. Yeah, You're going to take agree. him off yeah. the field. Yeah, that guy's playing. There's, a thousand, there's zero chance he's not playing. If he wasn't playing, I feel like we'd know by now. I I disagree with that, but you don't think so? Yeah, no, nah, we would we we're not gonna know anything. And like you said, I think but someone's at practice that, watching Chad Henney take info. someone's at practice watching Chad Henney take 80% of the reps. That that's all out. that's that's also the interesting thing, too. Does he does Pat just not take any reps this week? He he probably not gonna practice at all. How could he? Yeah, yeah. He probably doesn't How could that. he practice? Yeah, that's he true. can't practice, he won't practice. So yeah, I don't know, man. This is a really, really high variance, interesting spot. Cause I can see Cincy going in there and busting their ass with Mahomes not being able to move. Yeah. If I'm Cincinnati, my whole game plan is locking up Travis Kelsey. That's yes. the only thing I'm focused on all week. Yes. And if you could slow him up and Mahomes is on one leg. Man, I don't know. I don't know how they get a win. I think. I, think, I, I, think many I don't know people, how they get it done. I think many of people have tried to slow up Travis Kelsey, and it seems to be impossible. That's. An, I actually wanted to hit on that point where we we're talking about Kittle. Hey, look, Kittle, Kelsey. These guys are taken from the Gronk playbook of just get it to these guys, man. Got Kittle it, had yeah. four, four, fourteen catches on Sunday. Just kept going to him. You couldn't do anything about it. When they need to move the ball, they just go to Kelsey. When the Niners need a big play, they just go to Kittle. These quarterbacks fully understand these tight ends are unguardable. So, yeah, I think that's a huge point. They can try to stop Kittle all they want to. Um, but if he's operating in space out there, like – or Kelsey, I'm sorry, Kelsey, yep. all they want to. If he's operating in space like he always seems to be, you lose, you, to lose be Cheetah, you lose Cheetah, Kelsey's still wide open. I don't know. Uh, it's like he comes off the sidelines. They side have something to do with the, the coach, route. but I don't really know. You know, who knows? Who? It might just be all Mahomes getting him open, but what do, what well, do, what do I know? Team, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We open all he wants to. If he's throwing those Dak noodle arms, it doesn't matter. What do I know? It might have something to do with the, a, a great offensive mind and a coach hey, that really helps the we're quarterback. On minute, we're on minute forty nine. We're on minute forty nine, and Sean is still apologizing for Dak Prescott. Just, just, a, just an observation. 
But look, man, either way, it's going to be intriguing. This is the intriguing matchup for sure. Like, uh, whatever. There's so many questions. Can Burrow keep it going? Is Mahomes going to be 100%? Now, if Mahomes is 90%. Impossible, though, right? Yeah, it didn't look it. Impossible. How is he 90? It's impossible. He is is impossible, though. That's Mahomes. It's it's (laughs) Some guys guys defy logic, though. You know what I mean? It's true. It's true. This is the best quarterback. This This is the most talented quarterback we've ever seen in the NFL. Yeah, so stay tuned on that. But yeah, man, I would make Juju Smith oh, Schuster have. I threw that up for you. You didn't take it. I thought you what? were going to come with a Rodgers take. I said this no, is the most talented Mahomes... quarterback is we ever seen in the NFL. Can we? Can oh, we... With that oh. we've ever seen. I yeah. mean, he's up there for sure. I don't. No, he's, he's there. I mean, yeah. Motherfuckers forget. You got to go back and look at. The, you got to go, yeah, go back. Hail Mary Rodgers. Hail Mary Rodgers. Go back and pull up. Hail Mary Rodgers was great. People will forget Rodgers next season. They'll be saying that. Uh, They'll be saying he was weak, all types of crazy shit. So, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Super Bowls, but um, yeah, they're gonna say like, yeah, he was the same amount of rings as Brad Johnson, like eh, all Trent Dilfer, Aaron Rodgers, the same Trent, amount of Trent rings. Dilfer, uh, not have that many rings. Anyway, <laughs> Eli, Eli, Eli got one more. So yeah, we know how that goes. But yeah, that's a I would make Juju Smith Schuster have fifteen catches before. Uh, Kelsey go- goes for 12 again. Like, that just can't happen. Figure out a way to, to slow him up. You win the game versus the Kansas City Chiefs. But that is a tall task. All right, let's go to Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, another guy cooking with a great offensive game plan. Sirianni has has had those boys locked in. The, the health was the big question for Hurts coming in. He looked solid. Yeah. Looked very good. The, overall, the team in general. Just rolled up the Giants. Just a different class, different league. That's I expected that. Great, great season from the Giants. We know that. Keep it great, moving. Great season from the Giants. Excellent matchup against the, the awful defensive uh, Vikings. That yep. Made Perfect Daniel spot Jones. to get a playoff win. For sure. Great. Absolutely. Get the playoff win. Feel great about it. And keep it moving, right? Yeah. So now San Francisco comes to town. This is a really interesting matchup. Where do you lean? What do you think? I'm leaning Eagles pretty pretty hard um as much as i like the niners i think minus one and a half right now yeah i know that's funny um that's yeah yeah i think that's low um but yeah i just i i think that's a tall order for the niners to come to philadelphia against this eagles defense against jalen hurts um this is not this is not the cowboys um the eagles have looked I mean, I, I guess those last few weeks when Hertz was injured, they didn't look great. But it seems he seems to be fine. Looked awesome last week. I think he's he's as close to one hundred percent as he's going to get. Um, this Eagles thing just kind of seems like they're they're the team to beat. And I think it's just a lot to ask Purdy to come in there. Like Purdy can't have the game he had on Sunday and beat the Eagles at Lincoln Boy, Monday. it is gonna be raucous down there. Yeah. So he like yeah, he th- has, that's yeah. an understatement. I think for sure. It is going to be crazy in Philadelphia. And we talked about Purdy hadn't played a top 15 pass defense coming in, and he played one against Dallas, and that was just the first the first taste of it. It was at home. He didn't, he didn't make any mistakes. He didn't turn it over. Shanahan didn't, didn't, didn't put him in, in any too big of a risky spot, like where he had to drop back. We, I've still yet to see him have to drop back and, 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 and get busy. He did have to throw with a bunch in uh, Las Vegas against the Raiders. And he had to throw against but, the, the Seattle too. Yeah, he threw it a bunch, but it, that was exactly that's another 
uh, at home spot against a poor defense. Like this is different. Yeah. They're going to Philly, who has James Bradbury, who has Darius Slay, For who sure. has, I think, I believe, I, I believe they're one of the top pass defenses in the NFL. I think they're like one or two. So Look, he's got to play better. There's, there's no doubt about it. And he's got to play big. I, I, I'll say this about Purdy. Um, again, not not to Burrow's level, but there does seem to be a confidence there. Oh with yeah, that guy. He is not. He looks like he belongs. Like he's not over there like a deer in headlights. Like yo, I'm supposed to be here. And you talk about a guy who probably actually had zero expectation of playing any football this year, right? Yeah, like, zero. At no point did he think he was going to play this year. Um, and it's not only played, but it's played extremely well. Again, 16 touchdowns against only four picks and eight wins. Um, and again, you think, you know, hey, it's, it's sometimes it's cool for like the first couple games. I think Cooper Rush got lucky with that when teams have no film on you. They don't really know what to look for. But you're talking about eight games going now of Brock Purdy doing what he does. And teams still really haven't stopped him. Great so offensive I, system. Yeah, great offensive system. But great, great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That goes without saying. But listen, the guy, the guy is playing with a lot of confidence. I don't think he's going to be scared. And. I don't think Shanahan's going to be scared to ask him to do what needs to be done. The question is, is he going to be able to do it, right? Yeah. It's, it's going to come down to execution, 100%. And that Philadelphia defense, that Philadelphia defensive line, and offensively the way that Philly kind of just brings it to you, um, man, that's going to be a fun matchup. The atmosphere is the, is the key. I would actually I would the, actually lay the one and a half for sure. The, and, the, and take the atmosphere – is is going to be the key. He hasn't he hasn't seen anything like what he's about to see. No, but he had, every week he hasn't seen anything like what he's about to see. No, I know it's more. No, I know no, it's no, more. No, no. But I'm just saying, like the, this, this moment spot, is already massive. This situation, this Christian McCaffrey's dealing with a calf injury as well. Yeah. I know he scored, but they kept cutting to him. He was putting heat on his calf. He was stretching out his calf a bunch on a like a stretching device out there over on the sideline. This is a this is going to be a different. A different type of spot. I sure. I believe in Kyle Shanahan. I think he gets it done. Week in, week out, puts his guys in great situations. I gotta. I I'm with you. I gotta go with Philly. Philly here in this spot. Are Give you me. Laying, you land the one and a half. Yeah, I, I think it, I think that goes up. I think that number is low. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. What would you make it? I told you, what did I text you right after the game? I said, I'll make Philly three. one and a half right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I, I, I think that's just what it is. Like, we let's not forget about this defense Jalen Hurts is about to see now, too. For sure. He hasn't seen anybody like this either. But I think they get – it's a it, – call it, what, two, two, two and a half, three point said home, two and a, home field two. advantage. Yeah, that was It's going to be a full three, I think, in Philly on Sunday. Yeah, that's why I would, I would have said two and a half. Who two, has the late game? Uh because if 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 the, is it is the late game in Philly? No, nah, late, that's, game, late game be... is Bengals Chiefs. Okay, I wish the late game was Philly, low key. Nice dark and cold, dark cold, and those they no they people are gonna be fighting in the stands, all that Niners shit, bang bang. That because the Niners fans are gonna sh- the Niners fans are gonna show up too. It's gonna yeah. be crazy down there. I part of me wants to go down there for the game. I kind of just want to. I'm gonna wear. I, I'm gonna go get some bear shit. And you gonna go to the game or just go go to Philly? Oh, if I go, I'm gonna go to the game. But I, to get in the door, I'd have to pay a G, probably. Yeah. Um, and you know how that goes. No one else is gonna want to pay a G because why would anybody else? Yeah. I, I seem to, you know, I'll pay the money to go feel the experience and go check it out. But then I would be, I might be able to find a Lucy like a single for the low. Maybe. But doubtful. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be fucking crazy. Fucking NFC there. Championship game, yeah. Like against, against yeah, two and against like you said, a fan base that also travels extremely well. So 49ers tickets might 49ers fans might be uh but I could pay the G for the part. ticket, then bet a G on the Eagles and then wash out and go home. <laughs> and, then they, and then they lose, you'll be down two G's. Then we lose, they hey, down, down you'll be like my man's who uh fuck man, who was it was the dude who bet the uh did he bet the Chargers? He put 1.4 million on the Chargers when they were up 27 nothing. Yeah, to, bro. To, to wash to get 11,000. It's like 14,000 or something. It's like 14,000, yeah. like dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, bro. Clear so, money laundering activities that went backwards. But yeah, I, I go. Uh, I'm thinking about going. I have a like. Is there ever any other as as a gambling guy? Is there any ever any other reason other than washing cash to do that? Well, this is a this is actually an interesting argument that I've had with a couple different people, right? Like, there's not a lot of spots where you could get like a 10% return on your money in three and a half hours. That's how I think a lot of people are looking at this stuff. The 1.4 million is an outlier. But, it, but, if, but for example, 40,000 is, is 0.001%. No, no, yeah. no, no. But what, that's what I'm saying. But like, how could you put up, you know, 80,000 on a minus 800 how could you put up 80,000 to win 10 right like yeah, that, how you, that's yeah that's more reasonable but do you see what i'm saying like that sure. like those are the spots where i think like a lot of these analytical math guys are looking at it like man i could get i could pick up 10% on my bread here in a spot where i really think it's going to come in it's just like you know playing a if 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 you bought a stock and it went up 10% and, and and, and three hours, sure. you're fucking genius, right? Yeah. So, like, that's how some of these guys are looking at it. It's yeah, it all depends on your risk, your risk reward, and how you're how you're breaking your it down. Tolerance, yeah. how many units you have at your disposal as well. There's still it, no reason to ever do 1.4 million for 11,000. For four, no, 14,000. Yes, there's not, no. there's no, there's no, there's no that makes no, no, sense. because you, you could, you could put that in the bank and get I was the just gonna off say, that. you could literally put that <laughs> shit in the chase, yeah, and figure and get, out and, and get your and get, prob- and get some, more than that. some high so, yield account, and yes, be like, yeah, like you could, <laughs> yeah, it's that, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, you fucking, unless, yes. You, unless you can't put it in the bank, which is yes, watch which, for gambling money, <laughs> but but then I'm pretty sure it was, it was played on. If you have one point four million, but the Buffalo Fans are still going to be like, if where's you your one point four million, million come from? Yeah. Kings, that means you had it in the bank. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, this one that's this where this it's like, some suitcase yeah. bag, man. You weren't doing this. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. <laughs> if it's on, if it's on DraftKings, it was at some point in a processor that got it on there. So yeah, I don't know, but um, I think some of these folks just like showing these tickets. Yeah, of course. Or but even that one just makes you look stupid. But yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. Just yes. like when I see those parlays, I'm cashing out all those parlays, by the way. I don't care what anybody says. I saw an interesting every, strategy every that I thought was funny that guys um, are now doing two slips. So, like, say they're betting 50 bucks, they're doing two $25 slips, cashing out one, then letting one ride. I thought that was pretty smart. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to do I g- it, I gambled, I gambled to make money. So, if you tell me I have, if, if, first yeah, off, you too. never see me, you never see me laying You never night, see like, me parlay. putting, yeah. But <laughs> if I did, if I did and it got to six and like my $25 was like eight grand, I'm fucking cashing out two picks ago because I gamble yeah. to make money not to post my ticket and tell you like I would miss. Yeah. I'd put it this way. There's a lot of people looking miss, for glory that are missing yeah. out on bread. Yeah, I'd miss the sure. easy eight grand more than I'd miss not making the 30 or 40. Trust me. Like I'd be like, oh, that sucks. But I'd be like, I fucking made $8,000 or 25 bucks. That's a good day. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, not crying. Yeah. So 
But the difference is you would never be in that position. Never. So that, like, that's the thing. Nine leg parlay is just, you might as well burn money. I, I'd rather give it to charity. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it there. All right, let's move over to the NBA really quick. I got a, I got, I got a few minutes here. So let's talk about the NBA. We're going to do a little buy or sell. Big Nick the Quick's got some teams. We're going to go through, talk about them really quick, and um, give some quick opinions, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. Yeah, trade deadline coming up here. So uh, we're, we're just past the halfway mark right before the All-Star break. So things are starting to take form a little bit here. I want to ask you about a few few squads. Should these teams be buyers or sellers for the upcoming trade? Oh, deadline? should they be buyers? Not if I'm buying or selling them. You no, think we should talk about it? Okay. Be, yeah, should, they, should yeah. they be looking to make moves or is this team, you know, pretty much yeah, okay, wave cool. the flag or look to retool for next year? Yes, sir. All right, first team I'm going to give you. This team you talk about a lot, Miami Heat. Oh, it's absolute sell for me. Miami Heat are currently in six in the in the East, 26 and 22. Winners of yeah. six of 10, you're a sell. I'm a sell just because – okay, how about this? I'm a sell. They're not going to sell. Sure. They're in a really tough position to sell. But th- this is th- – say, so say they, they get the six and don't even have to play in the play-in, right? Yeah. First round out. Really? So if yeah. they got the six, they would end up playing against Milwaukee as it stands right now. Yeah. yeah. They'd have a tough time. They're out. Like, they're not beating any of the top five teams in the East. In my you don't opinion. think they could beat Cleveland in a seven-game series? No. Like, so no. Like the, You don't the, think they could beat Philly in a seven-game series? No. Okay. Philly's playing extremely Philly's playing good great. basketball, yeah, and no sure. one wants to give them any love because it's, because it's, it's so, so it's so everyone touch wants and go. to hate on those. No, so it hasn't, dude. They've been playing good ball since like the first week of December. Yeah, five winners of five straight, one eight of ten. They're, they're Harden looks great. Yeah, like one eight of ten. I, I would if I had to guess their record from like the first week, like December, they've lost like five or six games. Yeah, for sure. They've been really, really good. Really good. Everyone wants to hate on them because of Harden and this, that, and the third. They've been awesome. So, yeah. no. Like, f- f- for example, the fact that you even asked me that question was, was like, no, they're not. They're going to – they could – Philly would beat up the, the Heat in a seven game. No doubt. Okay. So, yeah. I, it, it's the That's a really interesting one, actually, for Miami, right? Because they're just not a sell organization. Not at all. So, like, they're going to try to show up. They make a, a smart with, move before they sell. Exactly. They're going to they're going to have they're going to show up and try to beat you with their guys and they also still play really good at home. Yep. So it's like they they still have a shot but I think you bring up a good point. They're not a panic organization. They do believe yeah. in the infrastructure, they believe in yep. what they do and they believe and you've seen them do it before that they can make a move here. And they can move they can do these little fringe moves that don't seem like a lot, but these guys always end up showing up for them when it matters. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, for sure, I could see them. I could see them not selling, but you would sell if you're the man. So does that if, mean that you're moving on from Jimmy it's, Butler? It's, is it I, I not Adebayo? Right? Adebayo is untouchable. Yeah, no. Adebayo, hero, untouchable, untouchable. Yeah, like untouchable. this is actually a really good one because it's like I, my initial gut is sell because I know they can't compete in the East. Yeah. They're not going to win. A, they're not going to win a playoff series. But I guess if they went out and added someone. It could really help them. So I guess they would be buyers. Would you want to buy? Yeah, if you're looking at that roster and you're saying, hey, we can make a move. Yeah. Maybe we can package Lowry and his expiring deal for somebody and bring in something else. We Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'll say they're buyers, but I'm not a believer in the heat. What is Sean doing? If you're, if you're Pat Riley, what are you doing with this organization? 
By I'm not selling right now. I'm selling at at the in the off season. How about that? Okay, cool. So you're staying. Yeah. In, so you're. So you are. Yeah. Okay. It's the last right. one. How how about the uh, the Atlanta Hawks? So one of the more interesting situations in the NBA currently sitting in eighth, twenty four and twenty four. Yeah. A lot of noise. I like to talk about pre trade noise. Whenever you start seeing the little Trey does this. He took his own plane home last year. <laughs> All those little rumblings. That's when you know an organization. That's when you know player and organization are on the same page. Again, remember the Kyler Murray Cardinal shit when all types of weird shit started to leak? That's how you know player and organization aren't on the same uh, page because when you are behind your guy 100%, shit like that never links. I guarantee you he's not the first guy to take his own plane home, but he's the first guy you're going to hear about it because there's clearly some issues there. So Hawks sitting at 24 and 24. On their own, a ton of interesting pieces, but it just doesn't seem to work uh, together since that 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 playoff series a couple of years ago. So, what are you doing with the Atlanta Hawks? What are you yeah, doing, with Trey Young? Beggar, are you buy, are you buyers or sellers? And then, what are you doing with Trey Young if you're the Atlanta Hawks? Yeah, it's a really interesting situation because two weeks ago, three weeks ago, it was like, man, this team is garbage. Then all of a sudden they've come on and played well the last, I don't know, 10 games or so. And, yeah, ten. and and Trey Young is playing a lot better than he was. At one point, Trey was shooting like 28% from three. He was he's crazy. A, he's, is Trey a he mythical was, shooter? Yeah, like, Trey's ooh, a mythical that's shooter. a good question. They tried to say he was Steph Curry, but man is not. Is Trey <laughs> Young a mythical shooter? Uh, well, I was always on the Trey as like the most. I lost a lot of money on that Philly Hawks series. Mm. Out of future on Philly. The Ben Simmons series? The Ben Simmons series, yeah. I, I had like quite a bit. I'm like, there's absolutely zero chance that Atlanta beats these guys. Just like zero. I laid the number, everything, and they did. So it's a really interesting spot. Oh, man. I, I, I'm probably buyers. Okay. I, I wouldn't I, – I would. I don't think you could do anything with Trey Young. I think you have to keep him – I think you have to get rid of Nate McMillan because Nate McMillan does not rock with Buddy at all. No. Like that that relationship is done. And he's so not the they of guy need that's to gonna fold or, or capitulate to a star. Yeah, exactly. And, it's and, an old timer. And I think <laughs> Nate knows that too. So it's like, yeah, yeah I'm just gonna run this shit how I want to run it for as Fire long me. as I can Damn because they're gonna pick Trey over me every single day. Yep. And that's what it is. Um I, I can't sell on year one. Of the De, of the Dejounte Murray combo, this they still only played what forty four games together. They've started to come on a little bit as of late. It's they they've been playing a lot better. Hunter's back in the fold, who's awesome. That's your boy. Yeah. So yeah, buy buy, buy more for them. Buy more. Buy Retool. more. Figure Retool. out what you gotta do. Figure out what you gotta do. Get the coach. Do your thing. Knowledge. But yeah, with how wide open the East is, yeah, this is year one of that. I'm not ready to move off. Yeah, of that. So Sean's not selling yet. All right. Yeah. I got one for you. This is an interesting one. Phoenix Suns. Yeah, it's done. Now, sell to me doesn't mean trade Devin Booker. Let's be clear on that. No, you, you're not going to move everybody off of Booker, else but you go. got a lot of interesting pieces there that other people will take. I was, Aiden, I was the Cam Johnson. All I would guys. keep Devin Booker and Mikel Bridges, but like, don't you want to keep Aiden too? I think Aiden really hates Aiden? being there. And yeah, they, I don't, it's they don't love him either. That's another guy. Yeah, that, well, that's, well, like, well, okay, yeah. well, the question is, who Monty doesn't benched like him? Who <laughs> doesn't like him? Is it just Monty? I don't know. Like There's no, so I, I, like, I, that, that, that like yeah, that chemistry is off. You can what watch is it, the play. Is, it is the chemistry off because 
he doesn't like Monty and Monty doesn't like him. So it's that is that why? Like that's would, what you gotta figure out, right? You would know if Chris Paul didn't like Monty Williams, to put it that way. Chris Paul lets you know when he doesn't like a coach, and yeah. you would know if Monty was the problem. I don't think Monty's the problem. There's been nothing but bad vibes for Aiden for the past year. They didn't want to pay him. They then yeah, they, no, they, a... they benched him, then they said he doesn't care. They, they think he plays video games too much. It's again, so, <laughs> I'm serious. When the What's weird leaks these niggas with video games, I don't man. know. But when the weird <laughs> le- when the video game leaks start coming out. When the video game leaks start coming out, that's when you that's when you gotta start worrying. Yeah. The video game leaks start coming out, that's when you gotta start worrying. And there's video game leaks about Aiden and, and how much he plays Call of Duty and all that. So uh for me, I I I'm a Phoenix Suns, I'm selling. That thing is yeah, that thing's bad. Yeah, I think you gotta sell. It shows how I'm, without Devin, they've been absolutely atrocious. Atrocious. So it shows like, hey, I think they they took that the distance. They they had the window with Chris when they when he first got there. They were really really good. Nope. Chris seems to be, you know, falling off right in front of our eyes, which is understandable. He's had an unbelievable career. He got that final little Kobe deal, the little two two at forty five per. Yep. So it's a little parting gift. From the NBA Thank you. to Chris Paul and his family. Yep. And yeah, they sell. Go, so, go, go. This is what you, I, I just, I, I get really sensitive and pissed off about this type of thing is like, you clearly have a, a stud in Devin Booker. Don't waste any years. Try to get as much as you can out of those top years. Well, don't damn, this year don't damn year, Lillard though? the shit. Don't wouldn't damn Lillard it, the shit. Wouldn't selling this year waste a year? You're wasting this year, essentially. Yeah, and but you, this year's dust more more, uh, more like more than likely, right? Yeah. So, so team, like seventeen and seven at home, seven and seventeen on the road. So. Yeah, just try to be back to back to a, a competitive winning team in the West as soon as possible. New owner who's gonna spread the bread. Have you? This guy's awesome. The dude from Michigan they, State. They're, they're out here. They're, his brother is the dude who's out here in Winneka trying to buy up the lakefront property. Yeah, these guys go, got, they're like our age. Big. They got big cash. Yeah, go look. Uh, he did a real sports with Brian Gumble. You should go watch yeah. that. Actually, it was really yeah. interesting. But yeah. he look, he's gonna try to go out and win. He gives money to Michigan State so they can try to win. He played at basketball. Big Michigan booster. State. Yeah, was played under Izzo. Really, I can't remember his name. I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Matt, Matt Ipshin, I think. Is yeah, something like that. And he he's going to try to. Yeah, I would sell and retool that. No yeah, question. Sure. Keep Booker. Oh. Keep Mikael Bridges. Potentially keep Cam Johnson. Everybody else can pack it up. All right, last one. Golden State Warriors. Do you sell on these young guys? Um, what do you do if you're uh, that's the most interesting situation, I think, from like a long term because you can't really you can't trade clay, you can't, you know, what I mean, like you can't yeah, you really can't trade sell. some of these guys, you can't sell, like you just you cannot do it. Um, you just got to try to win with the old and the old and new. You try another, you try to retool around this core again, or you try to keep a lot of the young guys grow because we've been waiting for James Wiseman to be a well, player because who are you gonna now. sell? Wiseman, Kaminga, Poole for who. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Like, yeah, no, I think you just have to try to win with the old and new. I, I don't. So if it doesn't work this year, it just doesn't work, which it's not. <laughs> yeah, I. You're, so you're saying like try to get Steph and those guys another another opportunity. I don't play. know. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking about this the other day. If I was like, man, if I'm the Warriors, you're actually in a spot where like you just bottom out the young guys to go get maybe another a yeah, little bit more under, older veteran help. Do you believe in these young guys? I mean, Wiseman and Kaminga. I mean, Wiseman can't stay on the floor, and when he's on the floor, he's not necessarily that impressive. Kaminga. Shout out Ty Jerome. Who, right, shout out Ty Jerome. That boy been cooking. <laughs> yeah, he's nice. <laughs> yeah. 
Like Jordan Poole, those guys. Like, what do you do with that team? I told you coming in the year, this team was was fucking shaky. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah, you know what? You know what this? You know what this? Uh, you know what this Warriors team feels like? And we're gonna get an opportunity to bet against it. It feels like the Buccaneers. We're gonna get in the spot, but well, Steph and Clay, man, like they got a shot, and yeah, they don't. <laughs> like they don't. that, it, it feels like one of those spots because the only difference the is West massive, is just so loaded. The only difference is one guy can kind of put it on his back, whereas like in the NFL, yeah. it, it, Brady Brady could be as fired up as he wants to. The rest of those guys, he needs his twenty one other guys that are playing. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I actually don't see any. I think, dude, I think last year was it. That was last year for the yeah, Warriors. You were right. That was it. They emptied the tank. They picked the right time to empty the tank. That was it for them. And I just think, but out of respect, well, you can't you can't move like any of the boys. They're not oh, going for boys that. Might not make the playoffs. But you can't move the boys. Oh no, you, you can't. can't. No, no, oh no, 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 you can't. I thought I thought right. you were say out of respect, you can't count them out. I'm like, yeah, you can. No, oh, you yeah, can't. no, yeah, you can't move the boys. So that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah. but I guess the question here is like. And say you are say you're like okay, I'm gonna sell and I'm gonna try to get these guys another run. I'm gonna try to add for Steph Clay, Wigs. Fuck no, you're not trading <laughs> Steph. But I'm, I'm saying like we've been hearing about Kaminga forever. He's That's very very mid. Him and Wiseman, it's like oh wait till these guys like Wiseman. He didn't even play yeah. in college. We've been waiting for him to play since high school. So it's like ah, yeah, like what do you do? like? They, I don't even know if they have enough to sell. I can't believe Andre Iguodala is still in the league. By the way, um. Yeah. Haslam can get a check. Igudala can. No, that Haslam situation is completely an anomaly. He's got an ownership stake waiting for him as soon as he leaves, too. He'll never leave. Pat, that's his Look, boy. Haslam is from Miami, went to Florida, and has played his entire career as a United at, at, for the Miami Heat. Yeah, it's amazing. South it's Florida great. legend. South hey, you got you to check in with Haslam. <laughs> <laughs> What, what yeah. was that thing I said about the check-in? Oh, they said you got to check in the dude was the Phoenix. All the, the dudes talking about, yo, if you come into Phoenix for the Super Bowl, you make sure you checking in because it ain't sweet out no, here. People were going crazy. They were like, yeah, make sure you step in. They said you got to check in with Larry Fitzgerald. With Kurt Warner. No, I Kurt Warner. Larry Fitzgerald. They said all the time. They were like, you got to check in with Dan Marley. Yo, hey, whoa, hold up. Low key. If you've ever lived in Phoenix, you a Dan Marley, that guy. You do have to check in with Dan Marley. Damn, Damn Marley has dealerships, guy. movie theaters, malls, residential properties. Thunder like Dan. Dan. Thunder Dan runs Phoenix. Don't get it twisted. Thunder Dan out there, bro. Thunder Dan is a legend in Phoenix, man. <laughs> Check in with Thunder Dan. So, yeah, no. That's a, what What would you say? That's a really interesting thing. Like, I don't think you can. You you hit it right on the head. You can't. I don't think they have the pieces to sell. Yeah. So, like, now, I guess you could just start unloading, like like ruin the next five years to try to get, you know, these guys one more spot. You just start dumping ones, yeah, you dump Wiseman, dump ones, dump Kaminga. But I guess you have Wiggins. You can move Wiggins. I don't know when you can no, move they need what? Find that extension. But Did yeah, you watch Wiggins, last year? You need Wiggins, Wiggins desperately. Uh, hey, listen, man. Come on, man. You need Wiggins that boy. Wiggins with the declining the reason step they, and clay might be, might be Andrew Wiggins out. is the second reason they won the title. Yeah, for sure. Steph, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins rebounding. Like, just flat out. Let's be serious. So, yeah, yeah no. You can't move him. That Yeah, you would just have to mortgage all your picks, which potentially be worth it. But, yeah, I don't know. This really feels like they sh they close out this year just like this, and then they show up next year with a similar type of squad, and it just kind of fade fades out. 
some of these teams though like if you're the warriors or you're looking at the table and you're like hey is there a, is there a team a move i can make that makes me better than denver memphis sacramento maybe like you know what i mean like yeah. maybe you could beat sacramento and new orleans in a in a playoff series only because of that championship mentality quote unquote but you're not gonna be better than denver and memphis i'm gonna tell you this i would love to see uh denver go ask somebody yeah another another like pure, what do they need what would you pure, add if you're denver i would add a fucking i would add a a, a tough at like uh you know who i would <laughs> i would add a defensive first guy and then i would try to get another score but that could that could help come off the bench when well whenever when bones highland is going for 45 yeah, in five saying, minutes man. it doesn't matter but <laughs> but I'll, yeah I'll they could use a little more scoring and, and some some d would help a ton of course as well but man they would they 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 have a real chance to to win the west i think if they could get a little more help would you, add, would you add anybody if you're boston i know what i would add but man. another big i mean if time lord's back but i still if he goes down that that horford and cornet um, yeah, bro, front that, court pairing really scares me yeah it's tough and i'm gonna tell you <laughs> this they better hope orlando don't make the play in and play those boys they never want to see them ever <laughs> Orlando <laughs> brings it hey, they got problems with the magic they better hope those boys don't make the play they got to play in the first round buddy came back yesterday Jonathan Isaac came back I, I forgot he looked I good he was still in the league yeah he looks fine man he looked good he looked good, he looked good. I gotta run yeah all right I gotta run this is fun no catch us sports talk via Chicago of course Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Me and Big Nick the Quick. Follow us on Twitter at Chicago Flow at what is your shit? And Quick 1086. Uh yeah, I think it's Nick the Quick 1029. Nick the Quick 1086. <laughs> 1029. Yeah, like shout, out, shout out Jeezy. Yep. But uh yeah, you know the vibes, man. Follow us everywhere. Share, share the pod, tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll see you guys next week. No catch us sports on Bay Chicago around here.